I wonder how often in the past centuries there have been religious people saying, the world has gone crazy. But I think it's true today, isn't it? Don't you think? It really has gone crazy. The trouble with the world going crazy, though, is that when we say it's mad, it's always turning the tables on us and saying, no, it's, it's you. You're the crazy one. So the, the challenge is, when the world has gone mad, it's the same ones who look crazy. St. Paul today writes to Timothy, and his words are sort of an assurance in the midst of this coming storm. The first string players, you might say, of the Christian tradition have kind of carried the torch and they've gone as far as they can go and their work is just about finished. St. Paul, in his old age, is encouraging Timothy as a younger man to remain rooted in Jesus Christ. You can imagine that it must have felt a little dark or a little lonely in that moment for Timothy and those other Christians to kind of see that they are the ones now that have to take the helm in their own hands. The men and women who had originally carried the message of hope, the message of the gospel for that first time period, uh, were departing. They were nearing their own deaths, or they had been martyred, or they were, had already gone uh, past this, this life into the next. So for Timothy and those who were left, they had to carry on the work of the apostles now. It was their turn. This is a critical moment in the church. For us, for, because, in, in a sense, the first Christians had seen Christ, right? They had seen him with their own eyes. So their faith was rooted in that, what they had seen. But for those who came afterwards, it had to be on faith. St. Paul, in his characteristic way of speaking with conviction, says, God did not give us a spirit of cowardness, but rather of power and love and self-control. So do not be ashamed of your testimony to the Lord, but bear your share of the hardships for the gospel with the strength that comes from God. So there's a real sense here where he's calling Timothy to go forward. And these words are as true now as they were ever. In this time of apparent chaos, we might miss that the St. Paul's of our days, the, the John Paul II's, the Mother Teresa's, the Teresa of Avila's, the Catherine of Siena's, the great heroes of Christianity, right? Where are they? Why do they depart? Why do they leave us, us who are so seemingly unable to do what they did? Where have they all gone? We might have these questions in our hearts. They might be on our lips. We might be saying, Lord, what the heck are you doing? But here we are. It's a helpful reminder to remember that God meant these words of St. Paul to us as well for our time. God did not give us a spirit of cowardice, but rather of power and love and self-control. So in Christ and through the Holy Spirit, we have what we need. In a world that's gone mad, we have what we need to carry out this work. We have the antidote to the madness. We were born for such times as these. You might say, well, really? Yes, really, you're here, so you must have been. It's our turn. Like Timothy and his generation, who found themselves suddenly thrust into center stage, we find ourselves facing a stiff task, one that may seem to require more than what our meager abilities can handle. But just like every past generation of Christians, we too have what is necessary to follow Jesus, to be missionaries in a world that has gone mad. 
It's no small thing to stand in the path of a storm and to refuse to be swept away. To set your face and say, no, no more. No more shall I flee, no more shall I live in fear. From this time forward, I shall stand fast. So brothers and sisters, do not be afraid. Don't be afraid when you see the challenges rising up before you. The greater the struggles are that we see, that we face, the more the Holy Spirit will do to help us overcome these difficulties. This strength will be given to the full measure that is needed for anyone willing to wade into the task and call upon the name of the Lord. Aid will be given to the full measure that is necessary. Christ did not fail to provide for his body the church in the past, and he certainly won't do so today. So have confidence. Don't be afraid. Take courage. And don't be ashamed of the role that you are called to fulfill. It's times such as these that make great saints. Great saints are coming forth in our time, I'm sure of it. I'm sure Timothy and the others probably didn't expect to be great, right? They probably just thought they were small, insignificant people just going about their business. But they became great saints by being obedient to God's call. They simply remained docile to the Holy Spirit, and when they were asked to accomplish great things for the Lord, for His glory, for the salvation of souls, they did everything that was required, and they had what they needed. So you and I, we aren't simply here to abide our time. Many souls depend on our cooperation with God's grace, with the work that he has for us. Pope Benedict, in his letter, God is Love, said that there are three fundamental tasks of the church. To evangelize, to help the poor, and to celebrate the sacraments. In the aftermath of any large-scale destruction or disturbance or uprising in the church over the centuries, the Holy Spirit has always been there to help us through that time and then afterwards to rebuild, to reorganize, to get started once again after the storm has passed. We've been through a storm, and I think the storm is still going on. But if we have faith the size of a mustard seed, we will be able to do what we need to do to put your trust in God, to ask the Holy Spirit to guide you, to take up the task before us, to be a part of the work which Jesus wants to do in his church. The position is open for anyone and everyone who wants to be a part of it, who is willing to give their all in this effort. We do find ourselves in difficult times. We do find ourselves facing uncertainties. We do seem to lack strong, clear, and decisive leadership But again, do not be afraid. Do not give up. Do not leave the church. For glory awaits us if we put our hands to the plow and labor with Christ. Lord Jesus, I give you my hands to do your work. I give you my feet to go your way. I give you my tongue to speak your words. I give you my mind that you may think in me. I give you my spirit that you may pray in me. Above all, I give you my heart, that you may love in me your Father and all mankind. I give you my whole self, that you may grow in me, so that it is you, Lord Jesus, who live and work and pray in me. Amen.